Hey everyone, Philip here from Trial by Stone. On this episode of the podcast, we are giving away three teaser posters of the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance. And after we recorded the show, myself, Jamie Nathan, we, we realized that there might be a bit of confusion of the rules uh, within the actual episode. So because of that, I just want to state the rules. Number one. Be a member of the Crystal Shard, which you can do so at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Crystal Shard. Number two, listen up to the three questions that'll be asked by Ethan and Jamie. Number three, email your answers to darkcrystalguy82 at gmail.com with subject line giveaway. If you answer the three questions correctly, then you'll be put in a draw to win a teaser poster. Contest is open worldwide, and if you win, we'll contact you for shipping details and we'll announce the winners on the Trial by Stone uh, Facebook page. The contest will end on the 30th of June, 2019, 12pm Pacific Daylight Time. That's in the time zone that Los Angeles is in for those worldwide that wanted to know about that. So anything about the rules within the episode, uh, pretty much disregard what, what we said. Sorry about that. Good luck. And now on with the show. Another world. Another time. In the age of wonder. You are listening to... Trial by Stone. Trial by Stone. Trial by Stone. This is what I came for. Your vital essence, the dark crystal. I can feel something. Hear it almost. Don't move. Don't move? Where would I go? Fires! Hello and welcome to Trial by Stone. This is your vital essence and all things the dark crystal. I'm your host, Phil Mitchell. Just want to say thank you so much for tuning into this episode as we're, you know, anticipating the age of resistance. There's so much going on at the moment, a lot to break down. Of course, recently, last week, there was um, E3, of course, and the big news really came. I mean, there was many big news coming out of E3, but for Dark Crystal fans, of course, was a video game announcement that we had for the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance tactics. So those would be the main thing we'll be breaking down. A couple other things as well. So I just want to introduce everyone, my other co-hosts, Jamie Prater and Ethan Erskar. So Jamie and Ethan, how you doing? Doing well. Another fine day. I am doing great. I'm so happy to be here again, Stoners. Uh, how are you guys doing? <laughs> Email us. At trialbystone at gmail.com. I don't think that's our email. <laughs> Let us know how you're doing. No, no. The, our, our, our emails are podcast at gmail.com. Um, we, we love to hear from the listeners about, you know, a- anything that's been happening in all things Dark Crystal. So, no, thanks again, Ethan and Jamie. And also, we've got a special guest as well from the moderator of the Crystal Shard, which Jamie and Ethan also are as well. But the, the main moderator, I should say, of the Crystal Shard, a Dark Crystal fan group on Facebook. So, Doug Bowen, thanks for being on the show. Glad to be here. I, I like that Ethan called everybody stoners. That's great. I think that's appropriate. <laughs> yeah, that, that's sort of become the little nickname for the show at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
I imagine Rian saying, hey, stoners, hey. <laughs> what about Hup? Hup is a stoner. Oh, I mean, Hup's he subscribes to the podcast. You know he does. Is Hup a, is Hup a girl or a boy? Oh, I don't know. I don't think yes. he I that. say he's a you male yes. podling cook. <laughs> a male podling cook. He's, yeah, he's always a cook, and he's got a ladle and everything. He's cooking something oh, up. Okay, okay. I just I can't wait to meet Hup. That's it's awesome. Just an awesome character. What's up? <laughs> What's Hup? <laughs> and of course, you know, for for any of the new listeners who are listening, you know, to this for the first time, quite a few days ago, or probably about a week ago, actually, um, Pilot TV might have been Empire actually that released a new image from the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance, and it was a photo of Hup. Deet and Rian and yeah sort of you know they did look I guess there's been a lot of jokes about them sort of looking a bit a bit high but it's all you know it I don't think you can deny how he looks yeah, you can't <laughs> you're like dude where's my landstrider what does your tattoo say Gartham <laughs> <laughs> any more of that crystal that was awesome that was a great thing <laughs> well what about Jeff Addis's uh awesome gif uh walking up to the burger king uh oh, menu and you're oh, too high and it has been pretty awesome actually you know the past couple of days of people who've worked on the show like jeffrey edison several other people that worked on the show have been joining you know these uh facebook communities especially with the crystal shards so which has really been really exciting to see about that yeah yeah so i uh, so about the crystal shard I, I have to say that i am very excited with how things have happened I, uh, Jamie was with me from the very beginning and we did, I, I did not expect it to get to where it is today. Uh, I'm, Jamie might have, but I, I am still blown away by it. I, yeah, I don't, I mean, I, of course that was seven months ago. Now I'm like, Hey, if you need a moderator or an admin, I'll help you. And he's like, okay, okay, maybe we'll see. We'll see. And then, you know, uh, and then I was like, Hey, you should bring Ethan on too. Um, and then eventually Ethan came on, but uh, yeah, I, I mean, I think we've, gained the the group has gained what 1800 members in the past month something like that something crazy like that it's an absolutely insane but i feel like doug you really set it up in a way that uh, the crystal shard is first of all it's really well moderated it's a very friendly group just a lot of great posts a lot of people who are genuinely excited for the show but also a lot of people who are like hey i'm excited i'm not really familiar with everything but i'm glad to be here and then you know we have people like hallie stanford who's a producer on the show she joined the group and then like doug said or or phil said jeff addis who's one of the writers he's in the group it's just that's a that's really an honor you know to to have that kind of attention i absolutely agree it's really cool to see all of these people interacting about something that, I don't know, for, for me, for the longest time, Dark Crystal was something that was like like the low end of the fandom. Like you said, oh, by the way, I also like Dark Crystal. You know what I mean? But now it's like, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's it's everywhere and I love it. I love to see it out in front like that. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the show is really just making that big difference. Yeah, I think once the show is out, it's going to just reach out just to a whole new audience and, you know, even fans new and old, people that haven't seen the film in such a long time, just revisiting the world. I'll throw it. I think it's just going to be an incredible time once it drops on August the 30th. And so I guess, you know, we have talked about the trailer, myself and Jamie and Ethan. Doug, I guess I'm, I might as well just ask for what was your thoughts when you saw the teaser trailer for the uh, first time? So after I got done crying 
and 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 watching it again through tears it blew me away it was a phenomenal trailer in fact it had such a feel of the original that you wanted i mean we've seen the movie thousands of times and you made you want to go back and watch the movie again <laughs> in anticipation for it when you know when i was watching it i'm thinking wow it it opened the right way right it had agra coming up over the hill and you're just like you're just already amazed you're already in that world and then it throws you in, into into the new stuff, right? Like Deet, Deet's walking and talking. She's talking to the tree. And then it bombards you with a whole ton of images. So you're like, what is that? What is that? What was this? And you're afraid to blink. You are afraid to blink, seriously. And then it's and you go back and you watch it. Seriously, you're watching it like 50 times, just trying to, to soak it all in. Yeah, I mean, there, there was actually a lot in that trailer. For, for a teaser trailer, and I know I had sort of a did a crack of um, making a video about trying to break down that trailer as much as I can. But even after when I released the video, there was still a couple little things that I'm just like, ah, oh, Telly didn't notice that this or that and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, it was just um, such an amazing trailer. And it was just actually just great to see just sort of the visuals that we've all been waiting for a good while. So it was just an incredible time, the, the couple of days when that trailer came out. Well, and, and we keep getting new pictures, right? I mean, not just the trailer, but we, we keep getting new pictures of the, of the characters and the, and the different shots, which I don't think are going to end anytime soon. I think we're going to keep getting some more pictures. And that's just going to add to the excitement. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it seems like every couple of days or at least once a week, uh, we're just sort of getting some big announcement. Uh, we'll definitely get into later in the show that we'll definitely talk about the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance tactics. But also, I mean, while we're talking about with the trailer and also with the teaser trailer came a teaser poster for the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance, which is such a beautiful poster. And on this show, we are actually going to give away uh, these posters for the listeners and to people, you know, they're checking out from the Crystal Shard that are listening to this podcast and... I might as well pass it on to you, Jamie, making it all happen. And I guess it was just great that that was approved by Netflix. This is an approved contest. So there's a lot of work that went into this to, to make this happen. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, obviously the poster came out and all of us were like, oh, it's really great. It's very different from the original, but it's also very unique in its own way. It feels like the Dark Crystal and there was, of course, a large version of this poster available through, I think it was Entertainment Weekly. It's like one, it's, and I got that version of it. And I was like, it'd be great if we could just kind of give these away in the contest. And then after talking with you, Phil, and then with you, Doug, you know, I was like, hey, well, let's approach Netflix and see if we can give these away. And I contacted uh, one of the people from Netflix and they replied to me and they said, sure, well, you can absolutely give it away. They have their own plans of what they're going to do. And but it was nice of them to to give us permission to do this. And I also I'm really big on community and engaging people, just kind of spreading the love. And I thought this was a great it's a great way to get people introduced to trial by stone the dark crystal podcast and the crystal shard which is our official sort of dark crystal age of resistance and everything dark crystal group and it was just it was a great way to kind of present each portion of that in tandem and uh, also provide like three amazing posters to three lucky uh guests and so then or not lucky guests i'm sorry three lucky members of the crystal shard so the rules are 
We're going to have three questions. The first one's going to be asked by Ethan, who came up with these, and I'll pass it on to him in a minute. But we wanted to kind of make this a contest where people have to be members of the Crystal Shard discussion group, number one. And then number two, you have to answer these questions after, at the end of the podcast today, the third question will be asked. So you have to listen listen to through all of the discussion today, and then send in your answers, and I will let Ethan tell everyone what that email address is. But first, before he does that, we can start with question one. So I will pass it to Ethan. And Ethan, how did you come up with these questions? So I, I didn't want to go into the the books and the comics and get questions from there because I didn't think it'd be very fair for people to have to dig those up or purchase those. And, you know, it's not exactly Googleable. Like, I don't know, Ethan, what, what's with the hard questions? Come on. So <laughs> these are questions that you could get from uh, either darkcrystal.com or from watching the movie. Do you want me to go ahead and ask question one or? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's, let's, let's get into this. Let's question into number one. Come on, stoners. Come on, stoners. All right, question one. What is the name of the creature that raises Jen out of the swamp? I know this oh, me one. Too, me too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so email your answer to darkcrystalguy82. That's 82 at gmail.com. All right. Question one out of the way. Yeah, absolutely. And um, of course, you know, we'll, we'll definitely put this email in the show notes. But yeah, of course, you know, if you listen to the show for to find out about the two other questions that you need to answer for a chance to win Dark Crystal Age of Resistance poster. So no, which is all really exciting. We, we might as well jump into um, the really the big announcement that came out of e3 like this is something i've always wanted to have a dark crystal video game i actually appeared on a podcast probably almost a year or so ago uh through um interactive artistry studio um with albert um he's from australia and he he did a podcast we did a podcast sort of a hypothetical you know the ideal sort of video game that we'd love to see and the first episode happened to be a dark crystal video game and so i was on on the show and we sort of talked about sort of ideas of what we'd love to see if there was a Dark Crystal video game. Of course, I mean, for me, growing up, I guess, with Legend of Zelda, I would love to see like an open world sort of RPG, Dark Crystal, like Legend of Zelda kind of style video game. And, you know, never anticipating that we'd ever see a Dark Crystal video game happening ever. Um, so it was such a surprise with um, E3, especially during the Nintendo uh, presentation. And I think it was like the second or third, I think, video game to actually be featured uh, that we got that um, that teaser trailer or the, the 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 announcement, I guess you could say for. It was it was a surprise for me. I don't know about you guys. Was it a surprise for you? It, yeah, Jamie. Am I surprised? No. Number one, because the show is on Netflix, and I know that Netflix is, and this is a partnership with Henson, so it seems like they're trying to really make this. A huge property and so how do you make this a huge property you have tie-ins so i wasn't really surprised i'll tell you what I, I am surprised over i want that like i was watching the gameplay which we'll get to but there's some gameplay videos up there and i'm not a gamer i mean i grew up with nintendo and and i really you know played old school mario brothers and all that all those things i, I mean i grew up with atari too playing joust and all those things but these days i just don't have the attention span for games but i'm sitting there watching the gameplay and i'm like I'm buying this. I'm buying the switch and I'm buying the game. I'm like, I want to be a girl girl fling and I want wings. (laughs) 
I'm totally buying it. So that's kind of what surprises me. I'm like, I can, I was, you know, I'm watching this on my screen in my bedroom and I'm just like, oh my God, this looks like so much fun. And I don't usually respond that way. Like I run an alien podcast and there's alien isolation, which is one of the greatest games ever that people say. And I've tried to play it. I'm like, no, not interested. But I see the dark crystal game. I'm like, I'm playing this game. I want it. So I am so excited. The awesome thing about the game, it is actually coming out pretty much on every platform that exists. So whether PC, Mac, Switch, PlayStation, the Xbox one, so it's coming on a lot of platforms, but yeah, I, I think for me, I'll definitely be getting it on, on the Switch, which I mean, the big thing about the Switch that I love um, the most about it is being able to play games on the go. So it's like you can take your, take your games with you wherever you want, whereas with the other consoles, of course, you're just restricted to, you know, you have to play it on the TV, that sort of thing. So that would definitely be my, my console of choice for this game, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. So the great thing I, I noticed about this is that it's your it's your turn based uh, strategy game, right? So it's it's not it's not an open world RPG like Philip was saying. Which you know, by the way, that would be a dream come true if we ever got an open world RPG game. That would be. Can you guys describe phenomenal. what that means? Like, what does turn based mean as opposed okay, to open so, world? So turn based uh, strategy is you have your your player character right, and then you have the PC uh, the non player character. Well, they're they're not non player. They're, they're player characters controlled by the by the console, right? So then what you do is is you're taking your characters, and it, it's turn based in that you have to take your turn and come up with a strategy about where you want certain characters to go with certain abilities in order to combat the the opponents. Okay, and so you you have you have missions you have you have goals that you have to attain through each level, and it's it's mainly you know you got you have to fight so many baddies you you have to fight through a certain path, and you have to attain something which takes you to the next level. So that that that's what this is going to be. This is going to be a turn based oh, tactics game. Got it. So it's it's not an open world game. Uh, it's it you don't get to control a character like Mario, so it's not a side scroller. But it, it is a very uh, intelligent, it's a very cerebral type of game because you're having to think not just the move that you're making now, but you're having to think many, many moves ahead. One of the big things that they really talked about in this game is sort of elevation. So you could have a, you know, like a golfling standing on top of the platform and the advantages of being on the high ground, essentially, if they use a bow and arrow, for example, to take down like the other golflings or, or the, all the Skeksis, um, that sort of thing. And, and I think, and also like the environments that, that they can change in, in these uh, battle campaigns as well. So it's, yeah, it's, it's really interesting. So, I mean, I, you know, even though, like I said earlier that, you know, I would love to see this open world RPG kind of video game, if it does happen down the track for a first modern dark crystal video game, because I mean, really the only dark crystal video games we had was back in the eighties on the, um, Oh yeah. The, the Sierra text game, the horrible, the horrible, the horrible graphics. Yes. Yeah. And then, and then there was that one that came out online that somebody created a fan created. I don't know if you guys remember that one or that it was kind of like an, ex, an exploratory game kind of. Oh yeah. I know what you're talking about. Uh, I think, uh, this French fan made it. I want to say Marion. Yes. Yeah. yeah it was, uh, it was I know what you're cool. talking about. And, and actually, I mean, for any listeners, you can actually go to darkcrystal.com, And if you go to, uh, I think if you click on play, you can actually play that very, that Sierra text adventure game of the dark crystal. Yeah. <laughs> So, but yeah, I mean, but for a first, you know, modern, you know, Dark Crystal video game, uh, you know, based on what we saw from, from the trailer, but also uh, really the, I think what we were all waiting for, that gameplay footage, 
looked, uh, yeah, it really looked pretty good. And we got introduced to um, three characters that we start off with. So we've got, um, I love the names of like some of these characters, like the, uh, like the fizz gig is called um, Boggy and he's a, a, a healer gig. So we got different kinds of fizz gigs that sort of have their own abilities. And so you got a healer gig and what else? Uh, Florette, who's a, like a, a sage who looks a bit drenching to me. And then the other character is Kevin, who uh, looks like a guard, I don't know, Sprite or Stone in the Wood sort of clan. I, I'm not too sure. But um, yeah, it was kind of cool. And what's his name? Uh, Kevin. Sounds like Kevin, but it's it Kevin. Yeah. Like Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's it's not Kevin with a V, it's Kevin with, with a, a B. With a B, yeah. So K E B B K N. Big difference. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Kevin. <laughs> what's up, Kevin? <laughs> but you know what I find interesting about the game, uh, at least, well, watching the panel, watching them discuss it, how they were talking about like how rich the world of the Dark Crystal is and they really wanted to be true to it and talking about Age of Resistance and the lady who was hosting the panel, she was like, you know, I bet you guys, so you guys probably know how Age of Resistance ends and all of these things. And he's like, yeah, and we had to block our windows out and people, you know, if people had to come in, we had to turn our, our monitors off so people wouldn't, you know, know what we were doing. They were doing a lot of research to make the game feel authentic to the series and the original film. So knowing that going into the game, you see these characters, these Gelfling, essentially, with these powers, these kind of powers, these magical whatever, these things that they can do. And if they're being that original to the show and to the original film, you know, my mind, you know, all the gears in my head are like turning like, well, what can the Gelflings do? And if I've only read the first J.M. Lee book, but I do know in, in that book, which is, I believe, Shadows of the Dark Crystal, the central character, Naya, she seems to have this sort of organic power that surrounds her where she can talk to things and talk to animals and that's uh evidence in kira a little bit but i feel like we don't even know where, what we're gonna see when age of resistance it's, a, it's an expanded an expansion of her dream fasting ability yeah. she has yeah. the ability to dream fast with uh animals and plants whereas most gelfling only uh dream fast with other gelfling It'll be interesting to see, though, if certain clans can do certain things. That, that's you know? what I was going to say. That, that, I, that would be so cool to see. Yeah, so, so the thing we have to remember about video games is, is it's a different medium than books and TV and movies. So it has to be, it has to be a little bit more adventurous. It has to be a little bit more exciting. So we'll, we're probably going to see things that the Gelfling probably won't do in the series, right? It's that's a good point. Yeah. Only for the there game. are fling mystic arts, but they're probably not going to shoot flamethrowers out of their hands. In exactly. Existence. Exactly. So it's it, it, it's going to it's it's making for exciting gameplay, but you know, trying to also stay true to the story, and then they have to have this balance where okay, well, if we did it exactly like we did it on the TV show, that's not going to be really exciting for gameplay. So we have to we have to kind of ramp it up a little bit. Yeah, and I know like one of the examples, I think they actually talked about on the video, but they talked about like scale, for example. So like on the on the gameplay, obviously the, the Fizz Geeks looks so much bigger, like, you know, in scale compared to Gelflings and the Gelflings and the Skeksis, they seem to have, you know, s sort of similar height to each other. But of course, I mean, you had to do that but in, in this video game, because if you did it by scale, Fizz Geek would just look small. You could, 
just be a, almost like a dot <laughs> they just uh, described it sort of yeah this gig would be five pixels yeah. people yeah. would be like what is that <laughs> exactly <laughs> so yeah of course i had to take some liberties and um you know a bit of um sort of an interpretation you know in a way so yeah so which is really cool so it's just um really really exciting about that video game and there just seems to be quite a lot i think there's gonna be like 80 campaigns and and you can play through the events of the show and then there's side quests and arenas and yeah you make a really good point about uh the, what they call season plus plus you can't play the way the age of resistance series is gonna to play out and i think that is so interesting it it what's age of resistance gonna be like you know are we gonna are we going to see lots of battles? How much creative liberty were they given in, in the game? I, I know that there's going to be battles on screen because they, they mentioned that that was one of the big things they wanted to put. They wanted to have this battle between good and evil. And how can you have that battle without actual battles, right? So they're going to have that in the series. So you definitely want to see that in the video game. It, it was just so interesting to, you know, we've watching that the video. Um, I think that gameplay video was sort of the big thing that i was just waiting for and and it did happen eventually on day three of e3 and yeah it was awesome just to see see the what the gameplay was like and they did mention at the time that it you know that's still very much in development and those levels that we saw they were made i think they were made like specifically like for e3 so then so they're not something that will appear sort of in the final version of the game but at least it sort of gave us a really good idea of how the game sort of plays out so and and also i mean like one of the many things was like i think they even mentioned that you can play up to 20 heroes in the game so like at, to start off with of course you get three the, with the three heroes and but later on down the track you you can get up to 20 20 heroes to play as and um you have up to eight abilities so you start off with probably four but expands to eight and yeah it seems to be quite a lot that's going to be um in this game so it's just really exciting yeah so i think yeah there's just a lot to look forward to with the dark crystal age of resistance tactics again we we don't have a release at the moment um it's just somehow this is going to be scheduled sometime uh later this year i think the fourth quarter of 2019 which i'm sort of anticipating probably in november release which i think we might talk a little bit down the track why i think with that month sort of being the sort of almost a launch pad with a lot of merchandise that's going to come out but yeah we've got a lot to look forward to and you know we definitely expect a lot more updates on that video game in the near future well we might as well uh do the second question for the giveaway of the dark crystal age of resistance posters that we're uh giving away um you know thanks to netflix and also to the crystal shard and trial by stone as well so i think we'll get on to question two i don't know maybe i'll pass it off to you jamie um you can have a go with um the second question of uh, this contest. Okay, so for our second giveaway question, the question is, in the opening narration, we're told that there are 10 remaining Skeksis and Mystics. How many were there in the beginning? That's a really good question. I don't even think I know the answer to this question. I don't even think I know how to find the answer to this question, maybe, I don't know, probably on darkcrystal.com, but uh, it'll be interesting to see what people come up with. And, I don't know the email address that you're going to send these questions to, but when you have the third one, send all three questions in one email to what email account, Ethan? Yeah, um, it'll be in the show notes, but send it to darkcrystalguy82 at gmail.com. 
Awesome. I know that this topic has come up many times on Crystal Shard. So, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And, and I mean, that's a big thing, I guess, like with the show is getting to see like the new Skeksis and, and potentially Mystics. I know we haven't seen many Mystics at the moment, but yeah, it's just, it's going to be really interesting to see these new characters sort of coming to life. And yeah, so again, email your answers to darkcrystalguy82 at gmail.com. And it also used the subject line, um, give probably gi- giveaway, I-, I think, for a subject line. Giveaway, yeah. Or a- poster a- AOR poster or- giveaway or something like Stoners, that. Stoners, something. Stoners. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, still make up your own subject. And if I think you're super funny, I- I'll just choose you anyway, even if you get them all wrong. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, uh, the fun that we have here on on trial by stone and Ethan. yeah <laughs> <laughs> and, and so i guess you know we'll get on to the next sort of topic that we i mean i sort of was briefly mentioning about it with november so sort of being the big launching pad uh for merchandise for the dark crystal age of resistance and um recently I think this was this was posted on the Trial by Stone uh, Facebook page. Was uh, the front cover for um, uh, J.M. Lee's? Well, he's actually doing sort of a, a character guidebook on all things Age of Resistance, which is called um, the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance: like Heroes of the Resistance, which is due to be released, I believe, on November the twelfth. Uh, so yeah, the front cover just came out. So it's a, a guide to the characters of the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance, Heroes of the Resistance um, by J.M. Lee. So yeah, I mean, you know, it, it just came out. And of course it uses the, the three images. Uh, I think the very first photos that we got of the three characters. So, and, and I just, yeah, love the use of the purple and um, the background. And yeah, it's just a very nice cover. So this is a lot to look forward to with that. And as well as um, I know there's going to be another sort of the, the making of Age of Resistance, the art and making of the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance. And I think that's going to come out around that same time as well. Um, so talking about like those things that just sort of came out, of course, you know, everyone's excited about Dark Crystal and it just seems like the Dark Crystal is just, it's just keeps getting expanding more and more so i would love to sort of you know i mean talk about sort of what we'd love to see now that dark crystal is expanding like what could be the next things that you know we'd love to see and i think i might start with you doug one of the things i really want to see is i want to see i want to see the gelflings be gelflings without having to worry about uh you know saving their village or running away from Gartham. The world of Thra is so big. And I just love to see them go on a, a, an adventure that's outside of the, you know, saving the crystal or something like that. And, and uh, to me, uh, that just makes the world a little bit more richer, right? You're seeing a little bit more of the detail of the things that, that when they're not necessarily in crisis mode or, or when, when things are constantly happening around them, I, I still think it would be a great idea to have a, a little Gelfling podling adventure go on. You know, one one little Gelfling and a podling go around. Maybe Hup, I don't know. He, he seems like a great guy. <laughs> yeah, just to sort of have, have that bit of that slow pace, I guess, 
I mean, even the Dark Crystal, you know, sort of has, you know, sort of takes its time to, to build up the world, sort of to see that sort of world building, I guess, you know, getting to know the Galflings a lot more and, and the Podlings a lot more. And so just sort of their own adventures before they sort of get put in in the middle of the action, um, that sort of thing, yeah. Well, I mean, in action, in action well, is always good. Part of comic of the mechanic on the Skekmobile. I mean, I'm, I'm totally on board. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, he has to go find a part for the Skekmobile, and he goes on a quest with his pet Fizzigig. Let's go. Let's, <laughs> Let's go. do it. Skekmobile wheels. I, I think the wheels on that thing are like bugs or something. They don't look like regular wheels. I think it's uh, actually the, in the book, right? Skeksis. Yeah, it's the Skeksis that they hate the most that that put into the tires, and they run as fast as they can in these little no. balls. Oh, my gosh. Stop it. <laughs> the Chamberlain's in there just running. <laughs> it's all Flintstones. Faster, Skek Tag, faster! To the Skekmobile. <laughs> 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 Chamberlain! <laughs> Skek Seal! <laughs> I, I think it would be cool, though, to, to see the world a little bit more. I mean, you can have some Garth, and you can have some exciting... Uh, uh, events happen, but it would just be it would just be really fun to see the, the Gelfling just interacting with the world around them and going about having their own little little adventures. I think that aren't necessarily so grand. I agree. And one one thing that I you know if if anything I have more questions than I have sort of what ifs. Like now that we see the world of the Dark Crystal or the world of Thra or the universe or whatever opening up, my questions are, and I've posed these questions in the group like certainly in terms of the shard so where did that shard go when it first cracked from the crystal whose hands did it fall into first who tried to heal the crystal first how did it end up in augra's did augra know she even had it maybe she did maybe she didn't to me those are stories right there but also i do like the idea of jen and kira not becoming the skywalkers of this series where we don't really where for instance, by the time we get to the events of the Dark Crystal, it was because of something Deet did that made what Jen and Kira did possible. And without Deet, you know, and without Deet, it wouldn't have happened. Setting things up like that so all everyone is important because I know uh, it, that can be an issue with sequels or prequels where... Or they pivot back to these kind of legacy characters. And I'm not saying that this is what the writers have done. I don't know. But oftentimes in in prequels or sequels that haven't worked, they they'll pivot back to legacy characters because they're afraid a little bit of like, of, of maybe of, of stepping too far away from nostalgia and doing something new. But I feel like from what I've seen in terms of the trailer, they're not afraid and they have, they're taking, no, they're taking risks and the characters already feel familiar and they feel like, I mean, like, and I think we've discussed this before, even in groups and in group chats, like I'm sold on Hup. Like, I love this character. I don't know anything about him, and I love him. I love Deet. I'm rooting for her. I don't even know what I'm rooting for, you know? Um, so I feel like the setup is there. I'm just, yeah, I mean, all of it. It's just it's just amazing. And just obviously the visuals of the, of the trailer are just mind-blowing. But I really, you know, I, but again, I have questions like, did everyone, you know, we discussed this before. Like, does everyone, like, were Jen and Kira the last... Gelflings, or they only thought they were. Who else? Who else was hiding? How many stories I, I they were set up? You hope they weren't? I hope they weren't, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and I don't think that they were, to be honest with you. I feel like 
you know, the world's a big place. And imagine like feeling like you're the last human on earth. The earth is a big place. There's probably not, not, that's probably not possible. Uh, Well, it's one thing to go through your, your adventure thinking that you are the last, but then, you know, afterward you find out, Oh my gosh, there was just like this whole other area, this whole other region full of Gelsling. And they were just scared to come this way or something, you know? Yeah. I just think of the, the Vapra castle. I don't know what that's called. Um, or Vapra, I don't know how you say that that word, um, which is a clan. I think it's like the the big clan. That's where the all Madra. And I'm sorry, everyone. I'm throwing these words out. These words are from the books. Spoilers, uh, Jamie's. Uh, it's not plot. They're not. It's not a plot. And I don't know because I haven't read the books. I've only read the first one. Anyways, but I I think of like the houses of the old ones in the original Dark Crystal. And how you walk in there and you hear, you're hearing something in the air, you're feeling it, the Gelflings are feeling it. And I think about like what the va- the Vapor Castle looks like at that point, what those ruins look like, who could be living over there? Could it be Brea? Could it be who, or Brea's grandchildren or whatever? Like the idea of th- how many stories are now available because of the age of Age of Resistance existing. So that really excites me. The questions excite me more. And especially like, um, because of Dark Crystal really takes place, you know, thousands of years of history that is in, in the Dark Crystal with the different conjunctions happening every thousand years, like, you know, beyond Age of Resistance, they can always uh, tell stories, you know, really back in the early days, like before the Oskex first arrived on Thras, you could see like sort of those stories are just purely about the Gelflings. So yeah, just so much other potential, um, you know, different time periods that they can um, they can really explore um, if they wanted to. Yeah. So speaking of time periods, when this is a quick question of mine, when is the wall of when does the wall of destiny like when is it created? Is it created during this time or is it is it already exist? Do you think? Well, I mean, either one. I'll have a go go at it. Um, but I think it's probably going to be somewhat created during the events of the show. Uh, what What about yourself, Ethan? What are your thoughts on that? No, yeah, I, I agree. I suspect that that's what the season is going to be all about. The world. Well, I guess of Dark- yeah, it would make sense since it's the downfall yeah. of Skeksis, right? According to the old lore, I don't know what they're going to do in the show. It, it's all up for grabs now. According to the old lore, the real battle between the Skeksis and the Gelflings didn't begin till the prophecy was made. The Gelflings were and the Podlings were getting abducted, and their essence was being drained. And when the Gelfling discovered this, they created the prophecy and they saw Jen heal the crystal and, and uh, they saw the destruction of all their clans. And that's when their dreams were made stone and the wall was formed. And the Skeksis, they saw the wall and they created the Gartham in response to it. So I think that in the, in the new show, it's going to be, we're probably going to see the discovery of the treachery of the Skeksis and the response to that, it'll probably end up maybe at the end of the season. That's when they create the wall. And maybe a season two would be the creation of the Gartham. I think season one's going to be about the teasing of the Gartham. Are these the Gartham? Are these the Gartham? You know, the proto-Gartham. Proto-Gartham, you know, yeah. looks all like Gartham. So do those spiders. And also the show is really going to establish all the different Galfin clans. Because, I mean, there's, there's seven of them on the show. So... They've got that to sort of build that up as well. So I would imagine like some of our heroes sort of visiting each clan area and sort of telling them about the news and all that kind of stuff. So I could definitely see the potential, you know, of that 
world building, I guess, with the Gelflings, um, you know, throughout the show. Which brings me to an interesting point, or and it's something that you've discussed, Ethan. I don't think this season of Age of Resistance is going to be about the Shard whatsoever. It's not about the Shard. It's going to be about what you hinted at, like what's happening to the Gelflings, their essence, or whatever things that we've seen in the original film. And that's going to be sort of the horror of Discovery. The Shard is probably not going to come into play until maybe the end of season two, if there is a season two, or beyond. Um, Because we've seen sort of that story, but I think that's going to be its own journey. And it's going to be a whole journey in a separate season. Like the Discovery, who has it, where is it, Skeksis after it, Gelflings after it and how that all this transpires. But for now, this is a whole different story and it's kind of the, the beginnings. So I'm just, I'm so excited. The comics do establish where the shard is and how Augur got it. I don't know if that that's still the case in Age of Resistance in, in their canon, but- Which uh, comic was that in, Ethan? Uh, creation Myths. Um, creation, creation Myths. myths. Oh, that's right. They, they, they do depict Augur uh, finding a bunch of shards and one of those shards are yep. the shard. I, I, I do think that the shard really can't come into play until the Dark Crystal film because the prophecy specifically states when single shines the triple sun. So the crystal can't be healed yet. Not for another, you know, till the next great conjunction, you know. However long but there can even be Gelflings who have the shard in their possession and it becomes like almost like the one ring where it's this contention, you know, where it's kind of driving people a little bit crazy. Who's in control, who has, I mean, again, there are so many stories and even though they might have to wait and even though the original dark crystal film is sort of that last fulfillment of the prophecy that the shard could almost be its its own heirloom, its own, its own whole mythology until it reaches that point, which I, and in so a slippery, you don't know if, if the comics even count anymore, you yeah, know, which they don't seem like they will. The yeah. Cause I mean, really the big thing that started with this whole sort of timeline thing is with dark crystal age resistance tactics, they mention about the show taking place about a hundred years before the events of the film which of course sort of has some issues, especially with Legends of the Dark Crystal, which was like a manga series that came out quite a while ago. I think even before Creation Myths, that takes place 200, 250 years ago. But that story would take place after Age of Resistance. So I know there's sort of, you know, those issues are sort of popping up. That It's it's getting to the point where I think whether, you know, we we might just see a complete sort of reboot of, the canon and whether the canon is just going to be the film, of course, and then you got Age Resistance, and it's probably just those two things. I mean, we don't even know if, um, you know, if if the books, if Joe's books will continue to be, you know, part of the canon, or if they're just going to, you know, start from scratch now that we've got this, the show. And also, I guess, you know, with Joe's books, that I remember when they announced the show for the first time, and the the synopsis uh, was very similar. Uh, to the books you know even to me I was like how can it have like two like a book and a tv show with sort of the same synopsis of uh, Gelflings trying to discover they discover about what the Skeksis are up to yeah I mean what, what, what are your thoughts on that Ethan I know that's probably a big thing that you know we, we sort of talked about uh, about the whole canon and yeah and, and all that yeah you know canon really is slippery if you if you listeners are a little bit of aware of the releases in the last, you know, 10, 15 years. 
you know, there's the comics, there's the manga, and, you know, the manga that came out in 2007 did take place 200 years before the events of the film. And that manga does establish that the Gartham Wars started about maybe 25, 50, 75 years before even then. And so it does make, you know, cause some contradictions for Age of Resistance. One theory I've got is everything, everything is quasi-canon. You know, nothing is ever going to line up. I, I think everything is myths and legends and quasi-canon. Did Legends of the Dark Crystal happen? Well, yes, it's got Skeklock, it's got Skek, um, Skeklock the Collector, and actually, I think it's Skeklock. I don't know why I said that. Skeklock the Collector and uh, the, another Skeksy that I can't remember. Anyway, it introduces two new Skeksis. Those are going to be in the new series. Will they be exactly the same as in the manga? I don't think so. I think that it's all myths and legends and, and stories and songs that the Gelflings tell each other. And yeah. so when you ask yourself, you know, wasn't that supposed to take place about 200 years before the events of the film? Well, according to some legends... Yes. Um, according to others, no, it's all point of view. It's all song and story and rumor. And that's why, you know, like, well, I thought, you know, uh, Skeklock, Skeklock, uh, you know, had a claw, you know, like, oh, well, in certain points of view, yes, maybe no. Um, anyway, but turning over to J.M. Lee's books, it is a little odd that. You know, they're so similar, right? Um, they both feature a green-skinned girl, a Gelfling girl, and their, I presume, you know, their attempts to tell the Gelfling uh, clans about the treachery of the Skeksis. And they both feature uh, Rian, and they're very, very similar. I, I do wonder if maybe the books, Jam Lee's books, was supposed to be what Age of Resistance is, if, uh, well, and then the Age of Resistance deal landed, you know what I mean? Like, maybe when Joe started writing the books, the Hensing Company did not have a deal with Netflix. Then it did come through. And maybe they said, you know, let's let's uh, alter J.M. Lee's books a little bit, and they tell their own story, and now Age of Resistance is its own thing. And I think that's going to really expand this world thraw. Is Naya uh, Groton as well? Naya is a Drenchen. Drenchen uh, okay. uh, tend to have uh, locks of hair, and the, and they do have green skin. So they have green skin like the Grottons, because Deet has green skin. That well, we haven't seen any more Grottons. We've only seen Deet. Okay. Um, there are what seems to me about two or three Drenchens on the Skekmobile in the teaser trailer and they they have they have uh dreadlock hair and they have green skin. All we know about the Groton clan is deep is part of it. We haven't seen any other ones. And there are supposed to be only a few of them. So they might look all very unique, very different. I don't know. Maybe Deet 
looks like them maybe she doesn't i don't know you know she's just such a mysterious character like out of the three and it's gonna be interesting to to learn more about her in a show and especially the Grotten clans because like you said that there are a very small clan i think there's only like 37 of them um that was sort of mentioned in the books but whether that's going to be you know established as canon um you know who knows so it's yeah it's gonna be really interesting what i hope i mean i don't know how things work with Henson or Netflix or whatever in terms of like how they decide what is canon and what, what, or what isn't. But I know through discussion, our private discussions and watching the trailer, we've kind of realized, and Ethan, you'd saying, Oh no, it was supposed to be a hundred years or 250 years. And we've just, we kind of came to a speculative decision that they're using the expanded universe as sort of like a Bible and they're pulling this from here and this from here, because this is awesome. And that was a great idea, but I think it would be appropriate for Henson because they're sort of the, the owners of this IP to come out and say, just proclaim what myth means. Like, okay, these are legends. And when we say legends, we mean it might not all happen this way. And when we say myths, this means, yes, it's, it's a myth. It might've not, this might not have happened this way either. Just so, when people start buying these books um, and finding them on Amazon or wherever, because some are hard to find, it, they're not confused. Because really, if they don't make a proclamation or some type of official statement about what is canon and what isn't, even on their website, I don't mean, I don't mean Cheryl Henson's going to come on on a video and say this is this is canon and this isn't. But just sort of so, hey, this is how we fe- this is what we see. This is expanded universe. This is canon to the Age of Resistance show. Just so that people in the groups are like, oh, hey, I just read this book. And why doesn't this make sense with the show? And I think it's important that people not be confused. Uh, I mean, is it the end of the world if they're confused and the show comes out? No, it's not. But I, I think that uh, because, you know, you have the the Star Wars expanded universe and there's books and come yeah Yeah. and 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 like for any of the new people trying to get into the sequel trilogy it was going to be hard to follow like you know all all these you know different stories that happened in the past and especially with contradictions as well that they wanted to put in the films like they didn't want to be beholden to all the stuff that happened before so for them to have a the fresh start i i mean i really i really liked it because it just gave everyone sort of a fresh start uh look at star wars and being able to like read the books you know the first lot of canon books and stuff that you know we're all with that everyone was sort of like on the same page. There is a lot of Dark Crystal expanded universe though, and so I think not that the fandom has been huge because it hasn't been. I mean, only now is it like turning into sort of a smaller version of what Star Wars. I mean, how many groups are popping up and just people ex- people are excited and it's on Netflix, which is the largest streaming service there is. I do think it would do fans a service to just. simply state we're starting clean these belong in myths and legends so we recognize them but age of resistance and the dark crystal and jm lee's books are canon going forward in their own universe i just think it would be useful not necessary i highly doubt they'll do it i think they're gonna do uh what doctor who does and doctor who does not have an official canon Two episodes back to back could contradict each other. Oh my uh, gosh, Doctor Who is so crazy. Yeah, I mean, you know, what's the Doctor's origins? You know, like what's the Doctor's home planet like? You know, like everything contradicts each other. You can chalk it up to you know time travel, different dimensions. I mean, 
they just keep going forward and adding stories and it's all about fun and adventure at the end of the day i think that with dark crystal as opposed to star wars where for what 20 30 years thousands of people collected the comics and the novels and the all the material and they you know made encyclopedias and memorized fun facts and stuff compare that to the dark crystal i mean there's really only one moron that actually sits in their basement and does that and that's me i'm just kidding but uh <laughs> but we appreciate you doing that Ethan. <laughs> <laughs> well thank you so much i, I mean the, i'm i'm the one that's been complaining about you know power of the dark crystals like that doesn't match up that doesn't line up well, i mean that you know and it is frustrating crystals again and it's just not a good story so i know right i really i really hope they add something to take i tried really hard to love that story <laughs> Oh, I know. Yeah, if anyone's listening, I mean, let's just knock that into legends or oh, you know, yeah. canon. And it, it was a cute little thing, but it I just really did not like- fit. It, it it could not fit. No matter how I wrap my head around it, I would I would co- find another contradiction that would be like, oh, okay, no, that well. Doesn't- and the big contradiction, the kind of the the elephant in the room is you don't have a prophecy. You don't have hundreds or thousands of Gelflings die just so the prophecy doesn't even matter in the sequel. You know what I mean? So, and that, and I, and I think that points to, and I know we're gonna kind of have to wrap up soon. It points to, in my opinion, mythology is important. Getting your mythology right is important because mythology has its power because it's consistent. And we've even seen issues of this in, and I don't want to get too far into it, but I'm just as an example. As much as I love this new Star Wars uh, films. The question is, well, what are these about? I don't really know. You had Luke Skywalker, who was kind of there. He was fulfilling the destiny. And then you have these new people and the Skywalkers are kind of involved. And you don't really know what these things are about. So I think it's important with mythology that there's continuity. So that you know, by the end of this story, this mythology was powerful. Because these these stories were have being told and were being told consistently throughout the history of these creatures. So I do think it's important that Henson or someone make a statement. Is it going to happen? Maybe, maybe not, probably not. I don't know, but I think it does. So that's just my two cents, but I think we should throw it back to Ethan for the last question. All right. Yeah. Um, to answer this question, uh, you might have to go watch the movie again and pay close attention to when Jen and Kira first meet, uh, in the dream fast, what is the first thing that Kira remembers? Watch that scene, pay attention, listen to what they're they're talking about, what they're saying. Uh, listen to that, email me what you think, and and we'll see if you win a poster. So yeah, so th- there are your three questions. So send send an email to darkcrystalguy82 at gmail.com. Uh, subject line giveaway. And yeah, I mean, if the first three that are correct score themselves a teaser poster so which is all really exciting yeah good luck to all the crystal shard uh followers and uh the trial by stone listeners it's oh yes all the i don't even know the answer as well i know the answer to one but that's it <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah and i mean like for me with dark crystal expanding um yeah i mean i'm just looking forward to what they what they do with it to be honest like um, I mean, as for the canon, yeah, I mean, I would love to see um, the Henson Company sort of establish like what is going to be the canon sort of moving forward. I think if they did have to, you know, take some stuff off, you know, the canon or whatnot, um, you know, I'm, I'm very open to it. And I mean, especially if they, if it gets to a point where they wanted a, a fresh start just because 
just to have everyone on the same level. I mean, like they did with Star Wars, like I was, you know, I was fine with that. And um, I think that is potentially the thing. And I love sort of your meme, um, Ethan, I think that you posted quite a while ago about the dark crystal cannon, that it's more of a guideline with that image of um, Captain Barbosa from Pirates of the Caribbean. So, yeah, so, it's just all really exciting. And um, I'm, I'm just trying to think like what I'd like to see with Dark Crystal expanding. I, I mean, I would just love to see like once sort of things are sort of over with the age resistance period, like I would love to, to see stories that take place in different points of time. I mean, as we do see that with the Star Wars books, um, for example. So um, I'd love to see some that take place right in the past where it's just you know, with Galflings or with Jari Jen. Um, I know he's uh, one of the popular characters in, in Dark Crystal lore. And um, again, with thousands of years of history, there is a lot that they can um, definitely cover. And it's just going, you know, right now, it's just a very exciting time to be a fan of the Dark Crystal. The show is due to come out August the 30th. So only a couple of months to go. And we got a lot thing, a lot of things in motion with the podcast and it's just a lot to look forward to. So I think we'll definitely wrap up for this episode of trial by stone. Uh, so I just want to say, you know, thank you to Doug for being the guest on this episode. And, um, how can people find you? Uh, well, they can find us at the crystal shard, the, uh, uh, dark crystal fan group on Facebook. The more, the merrier come in and add your voice. There's also a new email address too, the crystal the crystal shard group at gmail.com. Just if anyone wants to email us or, you know, whatever, we thought it was appropriate. Yep, we look forward to hearing from you. Yeah, so of course you can visit the crystal shard if you go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash crystal shard. Um, that's where you, where you can find us all, you know, with Ethan and, and Jamie and Doug. They're the moderators of the group. And you definitely find me, find me there as well um, at the Crystal Shard. And I'm always posting uh, about the podcast and sort of getting involved in the conversation on all things Dark Crystal. So it's all very exciting. And yeah, again, thank you so much. Thanks for having us. Yes, thank you. Yeah, thanks, stoners. <laughs> <laughs> you already taken too long, Delfling. Hurry! At last, the crystal calls. It is time. Time to return to the castle. The crystal calls! To the crystal chamber! So that's all the time I have for this episode of Trial by Stone. If you'd like to get in contact with us, you can do so at darkcrystalpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash darkcrystalpodcast. We're also on Twitter at darkcrystalpod and on Instagram at darkcrystalpodcast. If you like the podcast and you think that others would love it too, then please spread the word about it. And if you can write a review on Apple Podcasts or even on Facebook, uh, greatly appreciate it. And if you're actually watching this on video on YouTube, uh, don't forget to hit like and hit the subscribe button and then also hit that bell notification button to be notified of our future videos from Trial by Stone. Thank you all so much and stay tuned for the next episode of Trial by Stone. <laughs>